Welcome to this week's Talking Cods Wallop. I am Gemma. I'm James. I'm also scared. <laughs> we're scared for the same reason as we were last yes, week, we guys. Yes, we are scared for the same reason. <laughs> Technology is against us. This is, is this the start of the, the Terminator world? Is Skynet going to overthrow things? Or are we Maybe. just experiencing really poor technology? Who knows? We'll Who soon knows? find out. Well, yep, yeah, I'm in the process of updating another uh, laptop. So fingers crossed that is the end of our problems. Who knows? This audio might be so. perfect. You know. It might. Yeah, it Perhaps might be. be. perfect in every way. Like my God-tier driving. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's Sorry, not... all, I heard was, all I heard was agreement then. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, really? Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not about the car you drive. It's about the driver in it. Do you know what I mean? Well, exactly. You know, so basically all bases are covered for me because I have to disagree. It is the car you drive. It's the person in it as well. So, yeah, God dear. Anyway. Yeah. So are you saying that you would be a bad driver if you drove anything but an Audi? I'd still be a dri- a good driver, but I wouldn't be the God tier level of driving that comes with the uh, the ownership of an Audi or a BMW. Right. Either of these vehicles turn you into a super superior road user as soon as the keys are handed to you or as somebody I used to work with described it uh the twat gene yes uh, is given to you as soon as the keys are handed to you I agree with your friend <laughs> and he also informed me that if, you, if I got a Range Rover which was the natural step up for me uh I uh, well I would go from having the twat gene or degree to having some sort of twat professorship by driving mm-hmm. a Range Rover so that is obviously the next logical step for me, that I, I ascend to the that other tier uh, where all road users around me are wrong. I mean, they're wrong to begin with anyway. Mm-hmm. We know that as an Audi driver. You're all wrong, and I'm obviously right. Right. So, yeah, it's it's the only way to be. <laughs> so basically, when you pick up your keys for an Audi, you yes. automatically get an air of shitdom. <laughs> You say that, I say this air of superiority and confidence mm. and, you know, safety and knowledge that you know you're right. So, <coughs> Bullshit. <laughs> Sorry, I, I thought you said something, but it was covered by coughing, which I understand was you choking on the the uh, the feelings of inadequacy and uh, wishing that you had an Audi yourself. I get it. I no. get it. It's all right, people. No, I purposely don't want an Audi because I don't want to be horrible. (laughs) Sorry, I just heard you say because I don't want to be brilliant. (laughs) But it's all right. I can dig it. (laughs) If only this was visual. (laughs) What does my middle finger mean, James? (laughs) Gratitude that you work with somebody who, uh, who has an Audi. (laughs) <laughs> I see. Yeah, you're number one. You're number one. <laughs> That's exactly what I was meaning by that. Hmm. Absolutely, yes, yes. <laughs> and the two-fingered salute, I understand that one as well. Yeah, oh no, you're definitely just the, the number one, not the two <laughs> numbers. <laughs> you're the vicious one. I mean, the, the, the positive one. <laughs> <laughs> or the read between the lines this, one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and on this week's car corner. <laughs> yes, we can we can move off of uh, cars corner now because yes. to be honest, I'm a superior driver because not only am I female, I am 
a wonderful driver because I've been taught properly. So it doesn't matter what kind of car I drive because I am superior. <laughs> and this is when Owen's quickly typing on uh, Facebook saying, hmm, there's a number of times I've been in the car with you, Jem. <laughs> and you're right. <laughs> I, I couldn't possibly comment. <laughs> I could not possibly comment. I'm saying nothing. Nah. But I am going to ask you a question of you, Gemma. Go How on. has your week been so far? Well, so far it's only Monday. So it's all mm-hmm. downhill from this here. Is true. <laughs> no, on a serious note, I think I got out of bed on the on the um, doofus side of the bed this morning because <laughs> literally I, so I was at work and I was doing stuff. I mean, there was a couple of problems that... <laughs> a couple of problems that were like from the past... So past Gemma made a couple of mistakes that future Gemma had to sort of rectify and it's in the process of doing, you know, so it's all good. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I just I just seem to just make the most stupidest of mistakes today. It's ridiculous. Okay. Like, like I went to, um, I was reading through my emails and instead of mm-hmm. opening up something, I closed my entire inbox down. I was like, are you actually stupid today? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a very unique way of dealing with emails. I mean, Don't like them. <laughs> close. Yeah, on that maybe why I didn't have many today. <laughs> that could be it. Yeah, you haven't even turned the computer on. Very quiet today, isn't it? <laughs> I'm going home. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be honest, it was quite a quiet day today. So, I mean, with regards to that, I mean, nothing else has really spectacularly happy uh, happened. Sorry, apart from. Um, yeah, the fact at lunch I popped out to Asda and Lidl. I wasn't supposed to be mm-hmm. going to Lidl as well, but okay. um, the dog dog is, uh, only likes a specific food. So, uh, you know, and, and to be fair, he's not overly fussy about most things. He'll eat most things, but yeah, this just this one brand of food that he really likes. And uh, luckily I got the last bag, thankfully, that, you know. Um, but it kind of was... A bit of a pain in the butt because I had to go to adult. Adult? I had to go to adult. I thought you said I had to go to an adult Aldi or something. (laughs) No, and just combining Asda and Aldi together. um, Sorry, and Lidl together, in fact. Um, Yeah, so yes, I went to Asda for the human food and then uh, Mm -hmm. had to then trek all the way across town to go to Lidl to uh, pick up the dog food. But there we have it. and it's the dog food, what we commonly call the postal flesh flavour. It is, yes, it's beef. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is a little bit fussy when it comes to his food. Mm-hmm. But then if you've got to eat the same thing day in, day out, three days, uh, three times a week, um, not three times a week, three, three days times. a week. Wow, <laughs> that's harsh. So this is how you keep him lean and mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah absolutely you know actually, racing thin he's getting a bit porky to be honest because we keep ah. giving him a few little tidbits here and there and then mm-hmm. it's like i think we need to stop soon but yeah if you were to have the same thing three times a day every single mm-hmm. day you know i think after a while you get a bit bored as well so the i'm going to ask you this question then which is interesting because you made me think that's quite an interesting idea mm-hmm. if you had to eat the same thing you're only allowed to eat one food yeah for the rest of your life three times a day 
as you're torturing the poor dog. I mean, feeding the poor dog by doing. <laughs> uh, what would you go for? Yeah, do you know, it's actually funny because we we're on the same wave, uh, wavelength then because I was actually toying with the idea of asking you the same question. So obviously it's back at Twilight you as well. Zone. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Instantly, pasta related. Mm-hmm. Something pasta, pasta related. Interesting. Yes, yeah, I love pasta. And mm-hmm. I also love peas. <laughs> I know it's so really pasta weird. Pasta and peas could be our combination. It could You're be. You're only allowed words of being with pea. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> and peanut. No. <laughs> potatoes. Potatoes. No, I don't like, I don't, uh, potatoes are overrated, I think. You know, like, I mean, you get so many different varieties of potato, but, you know, <laughs> it's, uh, you know, you've got your Aunt Bessie's. <laughs> Ooh, fancy. Um, no, um, I don't... That really took me a second to work out because I was thinking there's a variety of potato called Aunt Bessie, and I realised it's the ones you just put in the oven. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's the branded ones that are already sort of right. prepped for you, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't use them, but, you know, it's just that I knew that about them. We used to use them. They're quite tasty, to be honest. Um, oh, I don't, I don't know, James. Do you know what yours would be first, and then I can have a little think? Probably, if I was going to be honest, something that I I was eating, uh, having you know quite a lot of uh, recently, would probably sushi. I really do like sushi, and by doing that, I could have an all-encompassing variety of different meals. So if I just said sushi and then went for that as a big spread, I actually wouldn't limit myself to like one thing. I could just say, "Give me a platter of it, and I'll have this, this, or this." So yeah, sushi. But then, I mean, technically that's that's good and that's a good call because mm-hmm. I like sushi too. So, you know, I might mm-hmm. have to join you. But equally, it's not the mm-hmm. same thing every day. Do you know what okay. I mean? I mean it- so if it was going to, well, uh, okay. So to be more specific for the sushi, I would go with the, the you can get like a spicy tuna roll. So I'd go with oh, that yeah. one. Okay. And then I'd develop mercury poisoning. <laughs> By eating fish constantly all the time, but if you got to go, you know, or, or worms, you know, or intestinal worms from eating raw fish. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but it has to be said, sushi is amazing. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I love it. Um, yes, we'll need to meet up and go for sushi sometime, James. Yes. That would be lovely. Yes. <laughs> it would be very good, and no. I can eat huge globules of um, the wasabi stuff. Sandwich yeah. is cleaner than anything. Oh, yeah, definitely. Do you know what? I'm going to have spaghetti bolognese. Yeah. Okay. That's my meal, spaghetti bolognese, because I really love it. And, um, yeah, I don't think – I probably would get bored of it, don't get me wrong, Mm. and especially if it was for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. That seems a bit extreme, doesn't it? But, you know, I probably will skip breakfast. (laughs) You could have a bit of varying because some days you could have parmesan cheese, some days you couldn't have parmesan cheese on, you know. That, yeah. yes. Might have you a could bit have of a cheddar. slight alteration. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not not only of that evil blue cheese or anything like that, but yeah. See, I love blue cheese. I absolutely yeah. love blue cheese. Yeah. I probably shouldn't eat it because it has penicillin in it, but I do love it. So. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's definitely a market out there for weirdos like you who like moldy cheese. But there you are. Um, but that's see, Gemma, we've just got to improve your palate, and uh, we'll start oh, by no. finding you some strange fermenting stuff that you can eat. 
<laughs> Do you know, I was actually toying with the idea of maybe trialing some bits and pieces like on the podcast or doing it like a mm-hmm. video kind of thing. Um, but yeah. we both try stuff and, you know, like, you know, sort of say, oh, you know, like what this, com-, you know, different combinations of things mm-hmm. like, I don't know, cheese and peanut butter or whatever those are two things that i've randomly picked out of um out of the air there but you know mm-hmm. um because i was just thinking that it might be you know might be quite interesting or we could compare oh. like american sweets to uh british sweets or something you know for the diabetic to okay. obviously okay. uh mention that you know <laughs> it's obviously a good idea <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's that? The the the, uh, the illness episode where you like make yourself really really well by doing that. Um, yeah. <laughs> on the food thing, it'd be interesting. The stuff I'd love to try is really hot stuff, like really really spicy stuff, because I do like spicy food. I, I yeah. eat that quite a lot, so I'd love to try certain stuff. Like I was currently going through a a, a big jar of like, uh, I think it was like scorpion pepper sauce. Okay. Uh, trust me. That will clean your sciences out if you need enough of it. It will clean your sciences. Yeah, sorry, go on. It'll clean your entire innards out. It's like, (laughs) good God, it's, I mean, it's very good, but it's very hot. Yeah. And it hits. It's good stuff. I was going to say that it's uh, it cleans your sinuses out, starting from your bum hole. <laughs> yeah, running upwards. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> it's like drinking Drano. Oh, oh God. Well, I was, toy- I was thinking that we could both do it, and I don't know that mm. I really want to do that because probably a korma is the most spicy that I have. But um, see now, now I want you to do it just to see the effect it has on you. Of course, she's 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 gone. She's collapsed. Yeah, I suppose one day, you know, if we get enough, mm-hmm. if we get enough people wanting us to do it, you know, yes. maybe maybe I'll do that. But what uh, about? I tell you what, here's the one we can go with. I would try if we got enough people. I'll do the one chip challenge. Well, I would do it too if we've got enough people yes. as well. Yes. So yeah, I probably wouldn't do the whole thing. Because you don't necessarily have to do the whole thing to get the um, sensations and stuff like that. But uh, I definitely, you know, maybe I could come around your house at one point. Mm-hmm. You know, we could do it together and share a crisp. <laughs> <laughs> we could also make the, we could also put together, make the required ambulance call. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we can. Maybe I'll um, I'll bring Lucy Caton up with me, and she can uh, she can be on medical um, yes. duties. <laughs> well, what would happen is the the heat would probably hit both of us that much that one of us would dial, and the other would attempt to speak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, I can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> well. Okay, let's make it a mission. The next year, mm-hmm. we get together somewhere. Yes, one chip um, challenge. Yeah, and not just that necessarily. We could, you know, talk to ourselves for like a week or so. <laughs> <laughs> you know, get the content. <laughs> oh, James! James is uh, so thinks that's so funny that he had to mute himself because probably he started coughing halfway through there. But there you are. That's true. That, <laughs> yeah. that is true. That is exactly what happened. You know, so you know me too well on that front. Yeah, yeah. I'm also trying to not blow my nose while. Uh... Thank you. You know that's appreciated. Well, you know, last week I said, um, sorry, we'll get onto your, actually, no, I'll leave that for a moment because uh could lead into Cod's Wallop. So how is your week going so far? She said it's only Monday, but it's not done gone too badly, as I did say to you earlier. The weather here has 
been like, I've been living in a perpetual horror film for two days. Shut up. I've been living in a perpetual horror film for two days. You live in the moors, of course. It's going to be like... in the moors. Yeah, but... I'm not expecting this constant mist. It's like, am I going to get savaged by a giant hound at some point? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you could. It could be like a Stephen King novel or something. I was thinking more the Hound of the Baskervilles rather than Stephen King, but we can obviously combine those two things together. But yeah, it's not been bad. It's so far, touch wood, not too bad. Not too bad. But I'm intrigued. What is your cod's wallop? Yeah, my cod's wallops this week. Um, believe it or not. <laughs> it's unbelievable. I was going to say, come on, Gem Hulk, what have you got? <laughs> we recorded last week's episode on the Friday, and today's Monday, and I've already got some mm-hmm. codswallop. So, um, well. <laughs> so enraged. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to say that the queue at Lidl was quite annoying. Um, I mean, not because of the staff or anything like that, but just the amount mm-hmm. of old people, you know. <laughs> There should be a set time. You know you know when there was the pandemic? I mean, mm-hmm. it still technically is the pandemic. Yes, but yes. But in the early days when we had to protect the elders and we uh, said to them, you know, they can go to the shop between 9 and 10 or 9 and 11, you know, get their shops so that they're all protected. Can we bring that back, please? Because during the daytime, old people are annoying as well. <laughs> I prefer not to have the old people out in the early hours. The other one that really gets me is, uh, uh, I'm going to segue into your codswallop, is the thing of, have you ever noticed that on the, uh, if you're retired, I assume you have the entire week to do things, but at the weekend when you'd have people like old people cluttering up like the banks and shops and building societies. Yeah. And I used to. But the thing is, we, we, sorry, go on. No, you carry on, you carry on. Well, we will be there one day. And frankly, I look forward to the time when I can do that. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And um, it, well, in the sort of real old, real olden times when I used to work in a shop, which I'm not that old, so it shouldn't be that old. Wow. <laughs> was it like, hang on, how old are you? Was, it, was this, are you trying to tell secret you're about 90? Yep. You just age really, really well. I, I do. Shh, don't tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I am a vampire. That okay. wouldn't surprise me, you know. The rage, the anger. Mm-hmm. The only coming out at night. <laughs> That's true. The fear of daylight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The fact that my skin reflects the sunlight. Yeah. <laughs> There's this new treatment that us vampires get, which is basically it's mm. like a paste that you put over your skin. And I'm going on so, the fun so here. What, what you're telling me is that the, the ceramic coat you. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Cool. So that, you know, basically, you know, a bit like, you know, Twilight. I mean, I say it loosely, but, you know, with the sparkly vampires, which sparkly vampires do not exist, can I just say, um, that, you know, even if you've not watched the films or read the books, you still know the reference, I'm assuming, James. Unfortunately, yes, I did see Good. the first film because the girl I was going out at the time was into them. So I ended up seeing it. It was it was all right. It, yeah. it wouldn't have been my choice. I, what, there like three or four of the films or something? I, I don't yeah, I think there was. I think there was four in the end. Um, but to be honest, I read the books, um, and I actually quite mm-hmm. enjoyed the books. Apart from, I just wanted to kill Belle, Bella, or whatever her name was. Um, I actually wanted to turn her into a vampire myself. But there you are. Um, 
so yeah so yeah being a vampire that i am um because mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. where i was going with it, it all I makes just sense remembered. it all makes sense <laughs> yeah and um, it's none of that sparkly bullshit yeah it's no. just white paint just yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so basically you just like roll around in emulsion yeah. and then uh yeah it all yeah. makes sense yeah exactly so that that took us off on a uh, wonderful little path there so it did it did but it's all right i can bring you back where you once were you were on about your your hatred of old people so yeah. let's talk about this <laughs> well yeah it's not the hatred of old people in general but it's just when you're in a shop and no, um it is it is she hates old people Actually, I prefer old people to children, so, you know. (laughs) (laughs) But when I used to work in a shop, um, Mm -hmm. I used to always get, you know, like, I always get people sort of being, uh, sort of coming in, complaining sort of thing. Um, Not at me or whatever, but, you know, Mm -hmm. the fact that old people used to come in sort of between the hours of seven and eight or seven and nine, Mm -hmm. let's say, to actually pick up their newspaper and they'd take so long to do it. And it's obviously mm. that's those sort of hours are like rush hour, aren't they? For like mm-hmm, people mm-hmm. going to work and stuff. So, oh God, it used to be so frustrating because it was like, yeah, I know, I know. There's nothing I can do about it, is that? <laughs> but, you know, it is. But, uh, yeah, just at Lidl today, it was, uh, I mean, it was already frustrating that I had to go there because Asda didn't sell the food. Um, so mm-hmm. bad Asda. But, um, yeah, and then I had to stand in the queue for a good five minutes. It felt like five, five minutes. It felt, minutes. It probably felt longer than five minutes, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, felt like five hours, didn't it? <laughs> it did, yeah. And uh, and then I was sort of like, oh, crap, I better quickly get home because uh, I'm nearly late getting back from lunch. So uh, but- my, my, my other personal favourite in shops mm. is this, and I'm going to get in trouble. But women seem to be more to do this more than men. Okay. This almost moment of surprise that they have to pay and the purse comes out. I know. Have you ever noticed that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like going, if you stood in the key, I go, what did you think was going to happen? I know. It's ridiculous, <laughs> isn't it? It's like, I mean, it's not so, it's not so much with our generation, I don't mm-hmm. think. I think it's maybe the older generation because... We've always got like our phones handy, you know. Sometimes mm-hmm. you've got the contactless on your phone, sort of thing. You, you know, That's true, card yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we're we're quite adapted to the sort of contactless kind of method and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah, definitely. I uh, yeah, I even witnessed that kind of today, but it was actually a man. Um, but then it was to be fair. They had, mm-hmm. um, the wife was running around after the child. So it may be, it may have been the wife's fault. It mm. might have been just the child's fault, to be honest. So, yeah, I mean, I don't want to, I know I said it, I generally more women, I don't want to cast any aspersions. I'm sure all genders can do it. So, yeah. you know, well, it's, it's, it's whatever it is. But yes, I always do love seeing that thing of that, that moment of surprise. You actually do have to pay. Yeah. You can't just walk <laughs> out with the stuff. <laughs> I know, I mean, you could, but you hmm. are likely to get arrested. So uh, try not to do oh, that, the, folks. The, the other one that I like to see in shops, and I always find this quite amusing, it's interesting that this is turning into a combined codswell uh, yeah. for both of us, is the people who will, you know, there's a sign that says, this this till is card only, and yep. they don't turn, and it, it's like there. I remember listening to a shop assistant going, like muttering to herself, because I was 
pay with my card, obviously, but the people yeah. then had to go to another till, and she's like, it's there on a sign. <laughs> it's I know. quite obvious. Card only. I know. It's a bit like it again, Asda. Oh, God. You know, clearly Asda pissed me off today as well as Lidl. Oh, but- Gemma's going to get bad from Asda. No, 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 no. They have to find me first. <laughs> um, no, it's uh, it's more it's more people, you know, like in general, you know, it's like... Mm-hmm. In in our Asda, Gem Hulk. Yeah, I hate people. I do. I genuinely hate people. This kind of system works where I don't have to like visually stand next. I mean, you. I would like stand next to you. Don't get me wrong, but you know, it's like I'm I'm more than happy to communicate. That was some very good back. That's some very good backpedaling, Gem. I liked it. Thank you. <laughs> you know, I've been doing this for a while now. True. True. But um, yeah, I mean, communicating like this is uh, is a good way forward, you know. Especially like when it comes to work and stuff like that, you know. What are you banging? Oh, see the anger, the anger, salt tadpole, so angry. <laughs> uh, I was, I was taking a drink and putting my cup down. Ah, uh, we'll do it quieter. Um, <laughs> I was in the middle of a rant, and then you you interrupted yes. it with a bang. <laughs> with more anger, yes. I know, I know. And um, yes. Yeah, so anyway, the, in Asda there is a um, so basically you have got the self checkouts now. Not sure if you've you've got it with your local Asda or whatever, but um, or I don't so, shop at Asda, but anyway. Uh, but yeah, self checkout. I can visualise it. It's yeah. all good. Sorry, I I forget that you know we're two different classes of people. Uh, Marks and Spencer's over here. <laughs> Marks God. and Spencer's little and Aldi, you know. Um, <laughs> now, anyway, there's, so there's two um, self checkouts. So there's one for trolleys. It's, it's quite mm-hmm. clear which one's which because it's got a picture of a trolley above it, and it says self checkout. It's got a trolley above it. <laughs> what is it? Self checkout for trolleys. Mm? You would think so, yeah. And then the other one has got self self checkout. And it's got a basket underneath. So guess what that one is, there's James? A, there's, well, there's a distinct difference there. One, I would hazard a guess, is for a trolley. The other mm-hmm. one is for a basket. Wow. I wish you'd been in Asda with me today. Because the, <laughs> the person in front of... Well, there was a lady in front of me who was an... She had a trolley. I had a trolley. And to be fair, with the amount of stuff that I had in it, I could have probably have had a basket, but I didn't know mm-hmm. at that point. But... um. Yeah, and then the man that, who was in that, front of... I got just a minute, that, that's really like an old person thing, pushing your trolley around with next to nothing in it. <laughs> I know. I'm not old. <laughs> could you do, no, but that's you preparing, you see. And did you do it really slowly and create a big queue of people behind you? No. That's your next step. That's your next step, preparing, <laughs> training yourself. <laughs> okay. All right, well, I'll get there. But no, I thought I was getting like dog food and stuff like that, and I didn't want to be carrying mm-hmm. that around because it's obviously really heavy. So... um but obviously that didn't happen. Anyway, so there was a man with a basket in front of the lady mm-hmm. in front of me. And I was like, are mm-hmm. you seriously stupid? He had like... Clearly he, he was not reading the signs properly. No. I think people just need... Uh, maybe people need an eye test as they walk through the door. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, 
So it's, it's what. It, so I'm suspecting you felt what we what I've commonly started terming the need for the slapping yes. to resolve problems. But I also have found in shops, and how weird that we now turn this into a complaint about shops, Connor. But it is our Codswell people, so learn to appreciate and enjoy it. Yeah. That putting it so you you know you the idea is that you put in these self checkouts to improve mm-hmm. things. They seem to be failing at doing this. They've put them in. The, I know it's they've, they've the the number of them has increased in Marks and Spencers. Yes, I do shop there. Shoot <laughs> me, people! But it slowed things down. Um, it's not you know you've gone from having tills that would have somebody working on them for people who only had a basket or a few items and they get through pretty quickly and now yeah. you've got people some of them older some and you know or not as tech savvy trying to use the self-service stuff and it's just slowing everything down it is not working so my heating's just kind of on as well so uh if there's noise in the background i do apologize um apparently that noise yeah apparently so apparently it's cold right now uh i don't think so but anyway um <laughs> so if people dun, can dun, dun. <laughs> yeah that is exactly it can you actually hear it yeah yeah, yeah. oh you know. I can't, but that was just a wild guess. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's all right. Then. <laughs> so anyway, so that I mean, we spent quite a bit of time actually talking about um, our cod's wallet with regards to um, shops, shopping, and, <laughs> and people there. <laughs> the, shopping and the general hatred of people from Gemma <laughs> <laughs> and James. <laughs> yes, yes, it's true. Well, less general hatred of people. Uh, for me, it's just more interesting observation. But with Gemma, it's rage. Yeah. And she's not like the Hulk, in the fact she's green. She's white. Yes. Be I afraid. <laughs> I am. I definitely am. And I'm a redhead naturally. So there you have ah. it. Eat your soul for dinner. <laughs> if you I like. forgot about the redhead. The fear. <laughs> the fear. The horror. <laughs> the terror. Um, yeah, I was toying with dyeing my hair, but. Um, I don't know what colour to do it. But anyway, that's I suppose that's not purple. really... Purple. <laughs> purple? Purple. I was thinking purple. Just, yeah, go wow, purple hair. Yeah, I was thinking purple. So like a nice vibrant purple. But uh, yeah... I know. I, I, I'm. I'm clearly not on. I, I'm clearly taking us completely off onto different directions tonight, guys and gals. It's all good. <laughs> it'll, it's all good. It'll just the tadpoles are used to this. It's the confusion system that we operate. That we go. What? We're on what this week? <laughs> right. There we go. I need to write that down. Confusion system. That might be the mm. episode title. <laughs> Who knows? Said that last week and it was something different anyway. <laughs> it's all right. I'm, yeah, the confusion system. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I'm done with Codswallop because I feel like I've uh, had a good old moan about one thing. So <laughs> You've vent, you yeah. vented enough. Have you got any Codswallop this week? I'd say I pretty much will run with the cods wallop that you uh, that you have said about. They're just the interesting observations about when people are shopping. Mm-hmm. That I've seen the same sort of thing in banks and places where there's a big queue. But touch wood, I haven't got too many other. Uh, I haven't got much else on the cods wallop front. So no. But then the week is only young, so you know by it next week it is only young. So <laughs> by by the end of the week, I could be frothing at the mouth in a. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll just have to start writing them down because next week we've already got a um, interview booked in, haven't we? So we have, um, we have. We've so, got we've got a special guest. Yes, 
which uh well did you want to tell the salted tadpoles who's coming on or uh yeah we uh we yes yes we have uh we've been lucky enough to to be able to uh have an interview with victoria who runs a wonderful amazing uh podcast and youtube site called the bond room unlocked mm-hmm. uh i have had some involvement in that and i was also lucky enough to meet victoria in person yes in the flesh when i was at the cuban music show in Buxton. yeah which is um which is amazing and hopefully i've got my fingers still crossed that i will be able to be on that recording but obviously guys my internet and my computer and whatnot has obviously not been fantastic of late. I'm not even certain if this is going to work properly. So um, if I'm not on that episode, you know, James will still do a grand job. I know you will. So it's all good. Indeed, I will do my best. Indeed. And hope, but hope he will be able to join us and the hexed laptop will... Uh, uh, will 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 no longer be hexed. It will be yeah. cleansed of all evilness. But who knows? Yeah, we shall see. <laughs> oh, I know something else as well. You know, yes. um, you know how last week I picked on my brother. Yes. To uh, you know the fact that he had the crazy um, dash, uh, not dashboard, desktop. I kept saying okay, dashboard yeah. last week. I do want to correct myself. It's actually a mm-hmm. desktop. So there's probably a lot of okay. people that were going desktop to me. I know now. Sorry. Apologies. It's uh, all good. I'm yeah. starting to wonder if your brother's hexed us, actually. So, but anyway. <laughs> he may have done. But in the in the um, sort of interim of me changing mm-hmm. over the computers, I, mm-hmm. um, I thought, well, what I'll do is I'll try and clean this current one up for a bit. And uh, mm-hmm. obviously, I'm still working on the other one. I feel like I'm very IT-minded. You know, I've got people in the background helping me as well, though. Um and so I went through my mum's photos because she's the only one who's got photos on the computer and the state. She and my brother, they're definitely family. Let's put it this way. Okay. That it was all over the place. And in the end, mm-hmm. I just, I, I, it took me about an hour, I'd say, mm-hmm. to sort out all of the photos. And I like put them into um, different groups. So it was like family friends uh flowers and landscapes <laughs> yeah and it's just like miscellaneous folder of random people yeah well no it was like flowers and landscapes there were so many because she's an artist there were so many pictures mm-hmm. of like flowers and landscapes i was like ugh. but then holiday pics sometimes you know james you just take pictures of food don't you <laughs> <laughs> food uh, yes i mean clearly people with an artistic bent and a wonderful mind take pictures of food there is actually partly another reason i do do that right uh, which is the fact that uh it annoys people <laughs> it does it's like yeah. yeah you go on i mean james hasn't been on holiday for ages but uh no. it just reminded me that uh yeah the last time that I, he said did you do you want to see my holiday pics? I was like, oh, yeah, go on then. That'd be nice. And, uh, yeah, expecting to see pictures of maybe him and his dad or a friend. No. What meal he had every evening. I mean, it looked lovely. You know, so the, the, they were framed perfectly. You know, you're a very well, good yeah, photographer, you know, you get, but... You, you, you... <laughs> It's not just you that I do it, because it's a, it, uh, it wasn't you that I did it to annoy people, but I do find it, it winds some people up, so for slight amusement, I do do it. Uh, yeah, the mischievous evil side of me yeah. uh, enjoys doing that. 
so <laughs> that's fair enough if you get some weird sort of kink out of it then you know you carry yeah, on hey, there are worse kinks to have than taking pictures of food because it annoys people <laughs> well you know other people who have other kinks probably think otherwise <laughs> that's true yeah semper annoyance right? <laughs> have you noticed this episode has been very food related this week it has do you think we could both be hungry by chance? <laughs> i'm not sure i'm not sure i or don't that, think i'm hungry <laughs> or we both got tapeworms <laughs> maybe oh that would be quite good <laughs> want feeding i'm not exactly sure it would be is this like this i'm yeah there was always a there was once a fad on tapeworms mm-hmm. that uh it was things in the victorian times people used to try and get infected on purpose because they thought they could lose weight not just Vic- not just victorian times james it's up really? until the like the nine uh, the nineties and early noughties people were doing it. Ah, that's yeah. messed up. That's yeah. not a good idea. I heard a thing on the radio about somebody who'd got uh, worms that are in his body. I think uh, I can't remember how he said how he got them, but they did like infected his brain. So yeah, oh, not a good God. idea, people. Not a good idea. Oh God! And I mean, what happens if you? <laughs> God, now we're going down the road. It infected his brain, right? We'll, we'll, we'll try and not linger on this too long because it's horrific, but it basically it really will mess you up. They have to hit to it. was like, I think he was losing his sight. He oh my God. He was starting to hallucinate. He was having, he was having some really horrible symptoms. You, you, be, you get delusional, you get paranoid, you get all these other problems. Um, and to sort it out, they have to give you unbelievably strong um drugs to resolve it so you put on like courses of antibiotics that it's they can uh, probably kill you with the antibiotics from what i remember them saying so that's strong so yeah. yeah be safe people don't eat undercooked pork is the big one okay well i better get rid of this tapeworm then <laughs> yes you better yeah i would recommend it that raw bacon that you're intending to chow down on is probably not the best move no nah, probably not <laughs> no i like my food but unfortunately that's why i like my food so you know but there we have it but um food's you know. good food is good food is good but sadly my tummy keeps growing so that's the only problem <laughs> but uh oh. yeah well you know um but actually it's kind of leaned me towards another question which i was thinking about earlier um is there i know we've already covered if we were a dog and we (laughs) could only eat one thing (laughs) one thing a day for like the rest of our lives but Mm -hmm. if you were in a um what they called the eating contest or whatever it is oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah, an eating contest. Yeah, yeah. Like, so yeah, yeah. you're doing like the speed eating and stuff like that. What mm-hmm. what one thing would you like it to be? What you know? What item? The food? Because like, I'll kind of answer. I'll answer first because go on, you go first. Yeah. Um. So if I had like a big plate of chocolate eclairs, I think that would be really good. I mean, again, diabetes. I probably shouldn't be thinking this way at all, but I love a chocolate eclair. But also mm-hmm. they're quite light, mm-hmm. you know, because they're quite light in, um, you know, obviously the chocolatey part is uh, quite, quite makes it quite sort of like heavy, I suppose, in some ways. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think I could chow down on quite a few of them. Uh, I would probably go with like a broth because if it's for speed, uh, yeah, that that's probably easier to to. To, to consume 
How many people do speed eating with broth? None. That's why I would win. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I've never heard of that. It's like, yeah, I think... That's why I would win, people. Yeah. I mean, if if I was to sort of pick one for like Andy, I think it would be Jaffa Cakes for yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. Death by Jaffa Cakes, because he just... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't. Yeah, probably would be something like a broth, just because I've got a better chance of winning with that. Um, there's actually there's an interesting guy who does. Uh, is it beard meets food? He's called. Yes, I've seen. I've he seen the videos. Yeah, go on though. He did one here. He actually did one in uh, where I live. Um, okay. Many quite a few years ago now at a restaurant I've been to actually, but I, uh, I never took up the challenge, but you could win like a holiday somewhere if you could complete this meal. But yeah, his stuff's very interesting. How the hell he does some of these beyond me because no, wow. Yeah. I mean, he's got a massive, he's got a massive following on uh, YouTube. Yeah. So this probably would never happen, but it would be quite interesting to reach out to him and actually see if you wanted to be a guest on the podcast. But yeah, because he's really, he's like quite skinny as well, isn't yes. he? And it's like... I think he, I think he like does intensive, intensive exercise stuff yeah. to, to stay like that. So yeah. 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 I kind of get that impression. And he's obviously not doing it every single day, I imagine. He's no. probably doing it like once a week or whatever. But yeah, I have seen that um, YouTube channel. Somebody at work mm -hmm. sent it to me. Um, my colleague Pete. Hi, Pete. Because he listens. Um, so yeah. He was actually, yeah, I, I was actually watching one where I think it was um, macaroni cheese or something like that. Mm -hmm. And yeah, he just like devoured the whole thing and all yeah. of the garlic bread and everything, you know, so... Yeah, it, 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 it is. It's quite an amazing thing. I can't imagine it's good for you, but it's quite an amazing thing to watch. And yeah. uh, uh, so, so Pete listens. Did you say who you he work does. with? Yes. Yeah, uh, Pete, you'll have to get in contact and tell me what's that. What that is like, you know, listening to the show because I, I, it's a foreign concept. To me, so <laughs> you can please explain it to me. <laughs> well, you know, how's he going to get in contact with you through me? I guess, but uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because he's not on Facebook. No. <laughs> I'll give you his number. You can text each other. <laughs> yes, he can explain it to me. I go, really? That's that's how you'd listen to it? That's what it's like? Yeah. I, I'm sorry, dude. Just too out there for me. Too out there. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> well, I think we've talked enough about food. So should we talk about some stories of the week? Indeed we shall. Indeed, Indeed we shall. Did you want to go first or shall I go first? Oh, I, I will go first. Got them. It's a bit visual, this one, but it okay. is. I think it's ingenious. So a lottery winner mm -hmm. won 26 million. <laughs> and one of the things I always find interesting is you win the lottery, the people who are there on the news going, yay, I won, woo. And I'm thinking, yes, that's a really smart way of getting kidnapped or hurt or, yeah. uh, you know. Or getting loads happened. of people calling you and stuff like that, yeah. Yeah. The hanger on us. Yeah. Um, but there's a way of getting around that and showing who are kind of showing who you are. And this is what this person's done. I love it. They've dressed up as a something in yellow. Kind of looks like a, I don't know, an ice cream or something. Um, the article reads this. It's quite common to hear of lottery winners who want to remain anonymous due to not wanting lots of publicity or for people to treat them differently, as we said. 
But usually they just accept the money and don't do the photo shoot. Mm-hmm. One man in China has taken a different approach, however, after winning a huge 26 million, he appeared to accept his massive check in a bright yellow costume with oversized eyes and a big head. And someone said, <laughs> "What again, what is he supposed to be? Um, speaking to local reporters, he said, I'm really happy I won, but I don't want my family to know about this since they might become too arrogant and complacent in the future. The Fair man, enough. Uh, the man identified only as Lee, wore the get-up to face the media in Nanning City, uh, Guanzi province, and claimed his prize. He had booked hotel in the city after learning he hit the jackpot on October the 21st and went to collect his money on October the 24th. Lee had hit all seven lottery numbers, netting me a huge sum amounting to around 171.6 million yen, uh, 20.4 million after, uh, pounds on his after taxes. He said, I only won a few dozen yen in the past. I regarded buying the lottery as a hobby, and my family does not care. Plus, I do not spend much money on it, and the lottery provides a ray of hope for me. Mm-hmm. The lottery would added that he's still thinking carefully about how to spend the windfall, but has donated 5 million yen, uh, £600,000 to charity. And being that this is a wonderfully researched and written Metro article, that's where we end. We'll learn no more, we'll learn no less. <laughs> that's it people there is also a, a typo in this that makes no sense where they put a full stop after a date and the letter p for no reason <laughs> yep, i'm still fa- i'm still fact checking you metro and you have failed <laughs> fantastic but um yeah i think that's a really genius idea as well because i mean obviously it's great because that's what everybody sort of asks asks themselves isn't it like if you won the lottery what would be the first thing you'd do but actually you know nobody thinks i'm gonna dress up in a costume and go and take my photo (laughs) and and if either of us win uh for the photo just to to i'm sure people would maybe tweak you dress up as a giant codswallop fish oh god yeah (laughs) god yeah (laughs) that would be my first thought uh, thought completely you know Yeah. (laughs) yeah And then, you know, the theme song would be playing in the background. <laughs> That's true. It might give it away to people, but you never know. Only to the Some listeners. Books. Only to yeah. the tadpoles. That's sorry. true. That's yeah. true. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, and if, if the tadpoles want any money and if I win the lottery, you know, they just have to reach out. But unfortunately, recently they haven't been reaching out. So I don't know. Mm. <laughs> mm. It's all right. I've forgiven them from last week. Um, right, let's go on to my story of the week. Cornish residents bummed out after B&Q names toilet after their town. (laughs) Oh no. This story is going to be flush with information. (laughs) Oh. Well, let's hope it, none of the information goes. You no, know, none of us feel like you know it's going down the pan as we learn about it. <laughs> let's hope it's not shit. <laughs> yeah. I just I decided to give up on the um, you know <laughs> the playing with the words. Let's actually just go with the big one. Um, okay. The rivalry between Cornish towns and the villages ha- uh, can be quite pronounced with those on each side of the camel trail existing that there's 
um, that theirs is the best. But friendly competitive turned uh, but friendly competitive turned foul. Some are now wondering exactly why one major town in the country uh, sorry, one major town in the county has mm-hmm. now been honored by having a toilet named after it. Which one is it? Who has the seat of power? yeah indeed i can't beat that so i'm gonna let you have it um you can now hop down to b&q on their website you know or in store and buy the bodmin close coupled toilet and standard close seat wow i mean you know bodmin is pretty cool though you know Mm. yeah my uh, my mum and Graham went to Bobman, not to the toilet, but... Um, I was going to say, is this like, were they going to the toilet or were they going to the place? Yeah, no, they went to the place, so uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was actually, uh, that sounded actually a lot of fun because they went to the Bobman jail as well. It's something I really want to do now. Um, it's um, open up, it's opened up like a museum, mm-hmm. so it's not actually... I was going to say, if you want to go to prison, I'm sure you, you, you rage at some point, you will... <laughs> <laughs> well, we got three on Portland, so you know I'm I'm all right. I've got plenty that I can ah. go to. <laughs> oh, excellent! Good and Gary stuff. Glitters at one of them. <laughs> well, if you want to visit, you know, Mister Gad, feel free. You know, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and anyway, B and Q's kind of missed a trick here because it could be mm-hmm. Bogman. Well, exactly, yeah. exactly. They've missed the trick. Yeah, they have. Um, residents may not be too flattered by their town becoming a namesake, a namesake for the bog standard piece of plumbing. This is from the Metro guys. Mm, I kind of felt that it might be the thing with the way it was going. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a Metro exactly. article, all right. Yeah, <laughs> and they may find the comparison even more smelly when they realise that at £75, £75, and that's in currency, not not in weight, um, mm-hmm. it, is, <laughs> it is one of the cheapest on sale and mm-hmm. not one of the highest quality ensuite experiences. Oh, dear. Um... It can it can be brought alongside a Bodmin full pedestal basin for just a hundred and thirty mm-hmm. pounds in total, which is quite a good deal, to be fair. Mm. Um, Bodmin, which has a population of around sixteen thousand five hundred people, in the seventh biggest town or city seventh biggest town or city in Cornwall. Can it not decide Mm. whether it's a town or a city? Clearly not, no. (laughs) No. And is historically important as a former count... uh, count, Let me try again. As a former county town, it was Mm. only... it, It was the only Cornish settlement to be entered into the Doomsday Book. However, wow, part, yeah, yeah, it's exciting. This has got nothing to do with the toilet. So this, this is the other thing that the Metro does. They mm. just fill it with a load of shit and they I'm do. not making it. Yeah. yeah, it's true. 
<laughs> fill it with doo-doo. Mm. <laughs> However, parts of the town are far from the postcode tourist ideal of Cornwall. Um, with the town centre listed among the top percent, uh, the top percent most deprived areas in England. <sighs> so why did B&Q name their toilet after it then? I suppose it was just I was because... Say, is it is it because it's literally a shitty area? <laughs> um, maybe. <laughs> Who and and who who were the two places that there were because you mentioned there's them isn't there and then there's is it there's there's two different areas yeah there's no so mention right so the the thing is I've got to ask who wants to come number one who wants to come number two <laughs> but a bump <laughs> yeah quite literal well in that thing yeah literally it's splashdown isn't it. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm just doing a little a little scout in here. Um Oh hold on. B and Q has not only singled out Bobmin among Cornish mm. destinations as a slightly more expensive toilet can uh, has also been named Falmouth. So uh, they're number one. <laughs> number looks one. like it. Yeah. Yep. Currently on sale. For £95, down to £71. <laughs> Mies thinks this is just a giant advert for being cute. <laughs> I think it is as well, so we've moved on. Um, did you have another story, or should we... I, I had one more, and okay. if you can get the pictures, it's, uh, it's interesting. It's a bit heartwarming, but I don't know if it's also sad at the same time. Okay. A monkey befriended a puppy, then stole it and took it for a walk in the forest. (laughs) Oh, that's a cute one. So a cheeky monkey in Bangladesh attempted to steal a man's best friend by adopting a young puppy and carry it off into the treetops. The incredible scenes captured in Dhaka showed the primate scooping the tiny dog up in its arms and taking it on a walk through the woods in a local park. (laughs) The monkey can be seen petting and stroking his new friend, just like humans do, before whisking it off into the trees for a cuddle. Aww. Although this monkey probably meant well, the incident is just the latest in a series of unusual meetings between the two species, which don't always end well. Last year, a pet puppy had to be rescued after it was kidnapped by a stray monkey, who held it hostage for three days before its owners managed to reclaim it. Saru, a two-week-old black-and-white dog, was snatched by a primate in Malaysia and taken to the top of an electricity post, (gasps) where it refused any attempts to return the puppy to its humans. Onlocker, uh, Cherry uh, Cherry Lou Yi Lee, said the puppy looked tired and weary, but the monkey didn't seem to hurt it. The monkey was just holding the puppy while it moved around. Uh, it looked like it was treating the puppy as a friend or its Aww. baby. It was very strange. However, we still need to save the poor dog because it appeared to have been starving. Cherry and her neighbours attempted three times to rescue Saru, but the monkey kept running away onto the electricity line into the trees while holding the puppy. Eventually, they were able to rescue the puppy after throwing objects at the monkey until it dropped Saru into a nearby bush and ran away. A local later took Saru home to feed her and check for injuries, and eventually adopted the confused puppy after it was thought to be snatched from a local stray's litter. 
But although the dog-slash-monkey relationship can often seem one-sided, it doesn't always turn out that way. It doesn't, you know, Gem, it doesn't. No. A Colombian oh, is dog... Is that a good thing or a bad up, thing? Well, in this case, it <laughs> might be good. A Colombian okay. dog ended up adopting a monkey in 20, 2018 after tragically losing all five of her puppies. Oh. The baby monkey was introduced to the dog in a bid to lift its spirits, as well as give the monkey someone to rear it. <laughs> the pair quickly became inseparable and often could be seen frolicking around together in their local neighbourhood, with the monkey taking rides on its adopted mum's back. What some residents told us is the dog had a litter, but unfortunately, for unknown reasons, the puppies died, police officials said, and the monkey was also taken out of its habitat when it was very young. She the dog, nursed it, fed it, and they have a relationship. The monkey will now not get down from the dog all day it's on its back. Officials that attempted to release the monkey, which was stolen by poachers and, hold, and, and sold on the black market, back into the wild. But others say the bond between the two creatures is strong enough that they should be kept together. And that's the end of the article. And yeah. I have literally no idea what part of the article matches up to the other. Because I'm pretty sure that the dog that went up the uh, the the dog that was taking up the the electric pole mm-hmm. is not the same dog as is in the pictures being being held onto by the monkey. <laughs> uh, I don't think that dog's even been covered very much, but there is a picture of the monkey on the back of the adopted mother's uh, back, and oh. I'm pretty sure I I can't actually tell in these pictures who's more terrified at which point, the monkey or the dog or the puppy? Because the puppy looks uncomfortable, there's something to the monkey looks uncomfortable. Uh, but it is cute. Yeah, that is a lovely story. That's a really nice one. I don't know whether to carry nice on with story. my second story or not, really, because um, it's about bins. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Maybe I'll save it for next week. Or should Possibly, I do it? Because we... It's entirely up to you. What would you prefer to do? Take us from nice cuteness to evilness. <laughs> do you know guys? I'm going to do it. Because, you yes. know, how, the often, how often do you get to speak about wheelie bins, you know? That's that's true. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go with the bins. Let's go with the bins. We've, I mean, you've discussed toilets, bins. It's all the kind of like in that strange <laughs> getting rid of refuse. <laughs> Yeah, so you did all the nicey-nicey stories and I did all the weird and wonderful ones this week. Yeah, Um, the Crepisco ones. Yeah, exactly. Um, So a German man really, really needs a purple bin only found in the UK to complete his collection. So if anyone's out there and you've got a purple weedy weedy bin and -hmm. you fancy, you know, selling it to this man, you know, just let me know and I'll, I'll put you in the right direction. Um, I've never heard of the purple one, so that must be in a... I haven't either. No, so must be in a certain area. Some people like trains. Some people like stamps. But for Alexander, surname cannot be pronounced, um, it's all about the bins. It's all about the bins, about the bins, about the bins. Mm. <laughs> no trash. <laughs> um, <laughs> you could say, he's a really big fan. Um, a German national has over a hundred full-size wheelie bins lined up in his garden at home, but he only really wants, uh, but the one he only, sorry, but the one he really wants 
for his collection is only available in the UK. Alexander mm-hmm. wants the rare purple um, Sulu 240-litre bin so much he contacted a local newspaper in Buckinghamshire, so I guess that's where it is, um, mm-hmm. the country that gave birth to his passion when he lived there for 15 years. Um, weirdo. Uh, <laughs> he, he told the Bucks Press, uh, I have... I have miniatures and and real wheelie bins from USA, Australia, France, UK and Germany. Almost every colour is available. The most valuable colours are purple, gold, silver and transparent. Who wants a transparent bin? That sounds gross. I don't know. The world's full of some unique individuals. So, yes, I mean, to be fair, if you think about things like the... Um, you know the the vacuum cleaners that you can see the the stuff in them so i don't know some people must love them i suppose i suppose but yeah i don't yeah Ugh. um every time i'm searching for special wheelie bins i'll contact the newspaper i've had over 80 articles now and every time was very successful in my search so I wonder if he's mm-hmm. been successful this time. He wants his purple bin. Let's hope so. Let's hope so. Yeah. The Advid... Uh, Advid? A-V-I-D. How do you say that? Avid. 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 Yeah, I, I worked it out as I... Sorry. Um, the Avid collector is prepared to offer money to get his desired bin, but people often donate them to him for free. I would definitely be bumping up the price. They are bins mm. after all. They are. They're not. They're not free people. They're, they're not, not free. free. It, the, the person who donates the bin is going to have to replace their bin, isn't it? So correct. Yeah, the people are surprised and fascinated by my hobby. He says, uh, many brands and models went lost in the last twenty years. That's uh, that's why I collect special old things to save history. Some people tell me now I consider my wheelie bin um, from another angle. Now I consider my wheelie bin from another angle. Okay. Um, Mm -hmm. There are a few purple Sulu. I think it's Sulu. It's S-U-L-O. I'm going with Sulu. Bins in circulation. The one from 2010 is much lighter and the older ones from 20, uh, 2002, sorry, are much darker in shade. And, and Alexander says they're beautiful. Um, so if you have a purple Sulu uh, that could do with a new home, please contact webnews at metro.co.uk and we will pass the message on. So there we have it, folks. Check your bins. Mm. There may be a German lurking in the background. (laughs) That made me laugh anyway. It's weird. It's weird. But, you know, whatever works for people, I guess. Exactly. Exactly. Who are we to judge? Who are we to judge? Indeed. Who are we to judge? Yes. We don't know what this guy... I'd love to know what started him out in his quest for bins, though. No. No. I, I, I think I would quite like to know that story as well. 
Um, but I have this fear that I also might be a little bit bored halfway through hearing it. Or so. terrified. <laughs> or <all> terrified. <laughs> yeah. So it all started 15 years ago and he's doing really, oh, sorry, he's doing really, really well with it. So there we have it. <laughs> well, James, I think we've done another delightful episode this week. What do you think? It's gone from the sublime, the crap, to the rubbish, to the wonderful, and back again. It's all good. <laughs> and it's slight- been a good episode. And slightly cute as well with the uh, monkeys and the puppies. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. It has. It's been, it's been cute in those respects. Yeah. Um, and, and you've got to vent your rage, so that's always good. And we got to talk about food quite a lot as well, which, to be honest, I'm going to go and have my dinner now, I think. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. I need yeah. to eat. <laughs> <laughs> well, in that case, then, I think we've been talking enough codswallop this week. I have been Gemma. I've been James. And I went very high pitched then when I said, I have been Gemma. So I noticed that mm. and I thought I'd correct myself. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's click save. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.